Do some news. All right, so our first news uh, story of the day is going to be for Superman, Superman Legacy, the James Gunn Superman film. Uh, the reboot uh, of Superman is coming, and it we finally have our Superman and Lois. And our Superman is played by uh, David uh, Consuete and mm. Rachel uh, Bronson. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, Bronson. Um, yeah, I believe it's. Yeah. Uh, people that know Rachel Bronson, she was in Marvel's Mrs. Maisel's is one thing that people might know her from. Um, she's also in the she was also on the show Blacklist uh, for a bit, um, things like that. Uh, David Cornsweet, uh, kind of an unknown, kind of relatively unknown guy. He was in the movie Pearl. Um, he was in that uh, as the projectionist in that, the one who gets uh, I think he gets killed with a pitchfork, if I remember correctly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, he gets killed with a pitchfork there. Um, I'm sorry, uh, Rachel Brown. She wasn't in Blacklist. It was House of Cards. I'm sorry, House of Cards. Yeah, like, she was House good in House of Cards. Yeah. I think you were thinking of the marvelous Miss Maisel. Yeah, marvelous Miss Maisel. Yeah. Um, so she was in that. Um, yeah, uh, Blacklist things like that. So, um, yeah. So it kind of continues the trend of having Superman actors who are kind of not huge names with the first get cast in the role. Uh, Brennan Routh wasn't a huge name when he got cast as Superman. Um, he was just a stage actor, play actor at the time when he got cast. Mm -hmm. um, and I think a lot of his casting was motivated behind him just looking a lot like Christopher Reeves. He looked very similar to Christopher Reeves. Um, and I don't know if the motivation behind David Cornsweet's casting is that he looks quite a bit like uh, Henry Cavill. He looks like uh, a very young Henry Cavill. He, yeah, I mean, the same kind of jawline, the same kind of facial kind of structure. Some people said he kind of looks like a mix between Dave, Henry Cavill and Killian Murphy. I uh, can see that. Like, he kind of looks like a mix between that, uh, between the two. I was like, I could, I could kind of, in the eyes, I could, I could kind of see that a little bit with, with the eyes and everything like that. I was like, I could kind of see that. Um, but yeah, um, so he is 29 and he's a tall guy, he's 6'4. So he's a, he's a tallish guy there. Um, I don't know, you know what I mean? It's it's always a thing like, you know, how's he, how well is he kind of going to do everything like that? Um, also, I would say, you know, just talking about his looks real quick. I also say he kind of looks like the dude from Fifty Shades of Grey a little bit. What's that actor's name? Mm -hmm. um, <sighs> Jesus, what's that actor's name? Um, um, damn, I'm blanking on it. But anyway, he kind of looks kind of similar like that. He looks like a lot of different white dudes. Okay, mm -hmm. he looks like a lot of other different kind of white dudes you probably seen before. Um, but yeah, so so what it kind of is your thoughts on this casting? Thoughts on this Superman and Lois? Um, get, get kind of are you you know what are you looking you know are you looking forward to Superman Legacy? Do you think Gunn's going to do a good job with Superman? Let me get some of your thoughts there. Uh, honestly, at at this point, I don't have a lot of faith in the DCAU at this point. Uh, he has an uphill battle, unfortunately, to win back a lot of people. Most of their move, the Snyderverse never really truly got off the ground, even from the beginning. I wasn't, while visually Man of Steel is an, is is impressive, it fundamentally didn't understand the Superman character. Zack Snyder never really did understand the Superman character. So then, when they did Batman v Superman, while it isn't. A very beautiful movie, and I think Ben Affleck was a fantastic choice as an older Batman. He just brought it completely. That's the best part of that movie, 
And then it just then led up to Justice League, which unfortunately had so many different problems. The tragedy in Zack Snyder's life that he had to step away from the film and then just wouldn't be brought in to basically stitch it into a completely new film that didn't please newer fans and didn't please older fans and Aquaman being one of the only ones that really performed decently despite itself because James Wan. Yeah, he is an uphill battle. I think as casting goes, I think Rachel Brosnan is a fantastic choice. I think she's a fantastic choice for Lois Lane. She has a lot of credibility as an actress. She was good in The Marvelous Miss Maisel, and I think she's she was really good in House of Cards uh, back when it was still good. Uh, so, yeah, I think as far as she's concerned, I think she's good. Mm-hmm. And with um, Corn Sweet, uh, I, I have yet to really see too much with him. Yeah, just like Henry Cavill, he's kind of a smaller actor that's not going to get thrust in the, in the spotlight. I don't know much about how his acting is going to go, but uh, we'll, we'll see. A lot of people said, ah, no, he's not He's not bulk enough. I'm like, trust me, the bulking up's not going to be a problem. They'll get him on the bulk. That's fine. There's yeah. way many ways they can get him to get They'll get him on that Marvel routine. They'll get him in abs in no time of a professional trainer. There's That's all that. Uh, also, honestly, yeah. Oh, I was going to say, also, I don't think Superman has to be that big. No. Like, you know, Henry Cavill, I mean, him being in that shape, I mean, that's awesome. Great for yeah. him. But I don't think Superman has to be that no. big. No, no. Superman is, um, even the show going on right now, Superman and Lois, I think the actor who portrays him is, is really good. He really does feel like a, he, he's, he's got abs. He's got, he's got, he's well-defined. But he's defined in a way that is unbe- unassuming. That's what Clark Kent is. He's un- the unassuming everyman who has the ability, who just happens to be super powerful. That's all Superman really needs to be. He's just an individual who does good who because he it's the right thing to do. So he doesn't have to be built like a dump truck in order for him to do it. In, in fact, it kind of hinders him blending in as Clark Kent. So yeah. it'll it'll be fine. The movie qualities aside, I wish them both the best of luck because right now we're kind of suffering through uh, oversaturation of superheroes. We've been doing it for a while now, and I think a lot of people are just tired. They want a break from it. Hmm. Yeah, Um, and that kind of is going to lead into our topic about the Flash and the Flash kind of not doing so well um, and kind of bombing there. Um, But yeah, so we'll see. I mean, Gunn, uh, we'll see what kind of he does. I, you know, I love Gunn. I love when he's done with the superhero stuff. I haven't hated a Gunn superhero movie. Um, you know, I loved his Guardians movies. I loved uh, his Suicide Squad movie. Uh, even Super, um, you know what I mean? That, oh. that movie. Oh, that yeah, was fun, yeah. Yeah, so I, I loved a lot of his work uh, there with a lot of the superhero stuff. Um, when will this come out? Because um, I know I thought James Gunn said he was taking a break because he wanted to stand in solidarity with the writers during the writer's strike. So he's kind of taking a break there. So I don't move. know um, when exactly this is going to be. You know, this is probably going to be a while, um, which is probably good. Um, that's going to be a while for it to come out because, like you said, um, uh, we've kind of seen a lot of these kind of superhero movies recently not do so well. Um, so that kind of leads into another topic here about The Flash and The Flash kind of being a box office disaster. So this is from the Daily Express. Um, and it says that Warner Brothers set to lose over $200 million and box office bomb catastrophe. 
Um, you see one of yeah, so you see here film studios uh regularly make gambles at the box office, giving budgets of hundreds of millions of dollars to movies that could be huge hits or box office bombs. The latest it seems is Warner Brothers DC comic book movie The Flash, which had a budget of 200 to 220 million and currently has global takings of only 215 million. Um, right. which I have to imagine that budget has to be way higher because they delayed this so much. Oh, yeah, to remarket the movie because this movie The Flash was supposed to come out what four years ago, five yeah. years like. It's supposed um, to come in the in the middle of the DCEU. Yeah. Um, so, so I can only imagine the budget, the production budget on it has to be much, much higher. Uh, Warner Brothers also faced a challenge with the movie given the controversy surrounding the title star Ezra Miller's private life and the fact that the movie um, is the tail end of the DC franchise. Uh, that's about to be a massive reboots. Uh, after mixed reviews, The Flash brought back Michael Keaton's Batman after 30 years. Looks like it's facing a monumental loss. Uh, the the blockbuster's second week of box office drop of 73% was the second worst for a comic book movie after Jared Leto's Morbius. Damn. Um, yeah, geez. Uh, so I, I think you, you talked about people are tired of superheroes. If this had came out before the Guardians three and before Across the Spider Verse, then I could say like, oh yeah, maybe super fatigue, maybe really is a thing, and maybe people are really tired of it. But right, Across the Spider Verse and Guardians three did both did really well. They did. I think they um, were both superior movies too. Yeah, which is also another thing. They also were very very good movies. Um, uh, which you know that always is an indication how well a movie do. Good movies do no. poor. Bad movies do great. You know, Jurassic World, Transformers movies, those typically are not the best movies. They make billions of dollars. Um, you know, good movies, you know what I mean? Like something like uh, maybe like what Everything Everywhere Wants, which did make yeah. a lot of money. That it did. did make that it did make a lot of money, but it didn't make like a billion dollars. You know what I mean? Like no. so I'm just saying, you know, it, it, it also isn't gonna be in the case. Like and not to crap on the Mario movie, but the Mario movie is not as good as maybe something like Across the Spider Verse, right? It's, it's the just, Mario movie is fine. It has pro it has a lot of problems, uh, mostly from like fan stuff. It's it's got a basic story, and but it did its job and it made a boatload of money. And they're definitely greenlighting sequels. Yeah, I would hope that in the next sequels we get a lot more character and maybe refinement of these characters. So what closer to what they are in the actual maybe like games and lore. But I'm just that's wishful thinking. But as a movie, there's a visual treat. It did match it on that merit. Yeah, great looking movie. Great looking mm. movie. Um, but I just don't think it had the the storytelling. Oh no, as, no, as no, no. something across yeah. the Spider Verse there. Um, but yeah, so you mentioned in that with the Flash, uh, just giving some reasons uh, potentially for its 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 failure here at the box office. Um, like I said, it being delayed as much as it has been. Like I said, this movie was supposed to come out four years ago. Um, a lot of people kind of went like, maybe went like, oh, this movie's coming out now? Oh, okay. Like, and so many different hands that this movie had went through, so many different directors, so many different writers um, that it kind of came on the project. Um, is the stuff with Ezra Miller, uh, did that play a factor as well? I'm sure it did. I mean, I'm oh, sure yeah. there's some people, but not, I don't think, a huge factor uh, because there's plenty of actors who've done comparable stuff or worse stuff. And, uh, there, people go see their movies. You know, people just go see the movie if it's if it's that good of a movie. And I, I think, you know, this movie maybe the hype got to it, um, where the, the this early action. And I had heard it too. You know, from people that had saw the movie early. Um, you were seeing all these celebrities come out and talk about it, like Stephen King and Tom Cruise and 
Um, James Gunn, he's, I mean, of course, James Gunn is going to say it, though. Of course, he's going to say the movie's good. I mean, what is he going to do? The movie's a piece of it. So, of course, he's going to say it. So, I don't take his word. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were saying, like, this is amazing. This is transformative. This is the greatest superhero movie ever. This is the best DC movie ever. This is the best comic book movie ever. This is genre, you know, defining and everything like this. And it's like, uh, that was already across the Spider-Verse. That already, that was already a genre defining great trend, you know, uh, uh, you know, transcended comic book movie um there and, and when you look at spider-verse what it did with animation and what it did with that stuff it, it it changed the landscape of animation it really did when you look at a lot of stuff it did um and when people i think finally saw the flash it just was kind of like it's it's okay it's yeah. just okay you know what i mean i think i liked it maybe a little bit more than you did um because you gave it a skip it i'd give it more of like a stream it somewhere along there um you know i i do what pe- i do see what people see about ezra miller their performance here i do think there's some good emotional moments of that work do i think that it's like i can't see anyone else playing the flash but them not really no i i, I can see other actors coming in and playing the flash perfectly fine and doing just a good of a job um i don't think it's a movie that's overtaken by batman or by michael keaton but they like, but Supergirl and Batman don't show up till the last 30, 20 minutes of the movie. Yeah. So it's kind of like when they do show up, it's like, oh, okay. I mean, I wish they had been in more. Yeah. You know, especially Supergirl who only shows up the last, like the stuff you see of her in the trailer, that's the stuff that's, that's it. all you, that's it. <laughs> I mean, that's all her scenes right there. And, you know, so it's like, yeah, you know, I, I wish I'd, it's hard to even form an opinion on her because she's only in the last bit of it. Um, so yeah, I think that had something to do. I think it being delayed, um, the fact that the word of mouth on it was really supposed to help, I think, carry this movie like it does sometimes word of mouth. Like we saw that last year with a lot of different movies, like with uh Barbarian, uh with uh what's that movie? Um uh, with the clown, uh Sinister. Uh, uh no, no, no. I was talking about uh, the clown movie. Not the clown, what is he? Uh yeah, he's a clown, isn't he? Um that movie, Sinister, I think. Not Sinister. Damn, what was the name of that movie? Um it. No, no, no. Um, it was the movie with the dude who was like a mine and he didn't talk. Oh. Uh, uh, damn, what was that movie? I can't remember the name of it. Damn. Uh, but but anyway, um, you saw a lot of the word of mouth kind of carry it and, and kind of help those movies out. And I think Flash needed that. And I think, think it has a B cinema score, which usually is not very good um, You know, for a movie. Usually, usually you want to kind of see that with... Um, you know, usually gets A's. Typically, that's what you kind of want to see from a cinema score, and they didn't get that. Um, so I think that, plus the combination of the Ezra Miller stuff, uh, what what kind of some of the reasons you think that this movie isn't performing as well? Well, I think it's a combination of many things. I think there genuinely is the, the subject of what they, what a lot of public sees superhero movies being, which is <clears throat> big, spectacle, not much story, not much character, just big spectacle with sprinklings of, of a few details here and there. I think it also came after two better superhero movies, proving that it wasn't a uh, superhero thing. But I do think it's a combination of just the superhero oversaturation that Marvel's been doing. DCU never fully lifted off. And now, why should I go see the Flash movie when they're just going to redo all of this? It's the mm. same thing me and people are probably going to think with Aquaman 2 and Blue Beetle. Why should I watch either of these if they're just going to reboot everything? 
which is 12 years of progress down the drain all as a good to start on something new uh i think also just yeah the the this the ezra miller thing i think you said you said it was a small thing a lot of people didn't really uh make a big deal of it i think it actually is quite a big deal it sends a big message they fired henry cavill got rid of him even though they said nope he's coming back and then not two days later uh nope i'm removing him from uh my my dc universe now that's a big deal and they kept Ezra Miller. Everyone else is being replaced, but Ezra Miller, you mean the <laughs> guy who's like the guy who basically has had all this stuff. It sends a bad message. It sends a wait. So you guys have thrown away people who were just accused of things. Didn't actually do it. Proven is like didn't actually go through any court. Didn't go through any legal aspect. Didn't do anything. Were vaguely accused of something, but you guys immediately amputated. But this guy. This guy is the guy you're sticking by. This is the guy you want to be in all as in all the rest of Flash movies. For a lot of people, they're voting with their wallets. They're like, I'm not going to support that. I'm not going to support that decision. I don't care about this this universe because it doesn't. It's going to be rebooted. And money wise, why would I watch the Flash when I can watch Across the Spider Verse again or Guardians Three again? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you think about like. I don't know what's going to happen with Gil Gadot. I don't know what's going to happen yeah. with Jason Moore. Are they going to stick yeah. around? I, yeah. I don't really know. Uh, but they got rid of Ray Fisher. They got rid of Henry Cavill. They're yeah. not coming back. Affleck uh, quit. Yeah, Ben Affleck. Um, who he, I, he, was, he quit. Yeah, he, yeah, he quit. Well, speaking of things with the the Flashman that I liked, I did like him. As, it, I've always liked yeah. Ben Affleck as Batman. I've always no, liked he him was a Batman. good choice as an older Batman. I thought, like I said before, I thought it was a great choice. And actually, his last moment was actually a nice little linchpin for this type of character. It was a nice little moment of a the, the whole conversation of like scars of who we are. It was like an older gentleman finally uh, coming to terms with the pain he had been feeling for this long time because he had found it through this teamwork that he had been yeah. building with these other characters. And he just realized and disposed a bit of wisdom, like a final bit of wisdom. And I thought it was a nice like, cherry on top of that performance it's like man you deserve so you and henry deserve so much better for your roles because i would have loved to seen a, an older more serious batman for longer in this in this team being treated more seriously being kind of seen as a uh kind of like an older wiser character maybe not necessarily the leader of the group but just a like i'm, I'm gonna hit hard or hit back but uh it's nice kind of having like an older ish figure helping out Barry and just to work and just exposing wisdom. It was a great little scene. I honestly, both Batmans did a great job. If it was nothing but just different Batmans of various, <laughs> of various qualities, I watched that movie, just a universe, yeah. like a movie of just the different Batmans having to solve a problem and a time paradox. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've always really liked him as Batman, uh, Ben Affleck. And I, I've it's always said that. Let's get Batverse. Batverse, yeah. All the different Batmans there. Um, yeah. So I, you know, you know, and he has a great scene in here, um, you know, in The Flash that I, I, I quite a bit liked. Um, but yeah, I, like, like you said, I mean, it, I think is the brand another reason why this movie failed? Is it just because the brand is just tainted? It's DC Comics. Because you look at like, the super movies that have failed this year, one of the common denominators is that they're all DC movies. Black Adam, Shazam 2, mm. 
also failed? Is it just because just the brand is just tainted? And I don't know how much the general public follows or follow this news and these changes and everything like that of like, do they know like the big shakeup that happened and James Gunn took over and then they're going to reboot the universe and all this other stuff like that. Do, do people, most people even know that stuff or follow that stuff? I mean, we do because it's our job to do that, but do, and we, you know, we follow this comic stuff, but, but do most people know that? And it's interesting to see if, uh, I don't know, if, is that the general thought? Um, and thinking about the last big hit that they've had, that was Aquaman. And that was, you know, I'm just talking about purely from a commercial yeah. standpoint. Um, that was Aquaman, and that came out in 2018. Um, so that was that was five years ago that that happened. That Aquaman made a billion dollars, um, and it's like, yeah, because uh, the rest of their movies have not done so well. You know, some have done well critically, but they haven't done well financially. And a lot of that had to do with COVID sometimes, and that was that that happened that that hit studios hard uh but then now that we've kind of gotten out of covid it's like they haven't seen any big successes um there um you know black adam was supposed to be pitched as like hey it's the hierarchy of power is finally changing in the dc universe and not shit changed and shazam 2 which already you're following up the first mm -hmm. shazam which the first shazam didn't even do all that well it was lucky yeah. it even got a sequel kind of yeah and that also didn't do well which i thought Shazam 2 was okay. It wasn't as good as the first one, but it was it was just kind of okay. Um, and with now with The Flash, which you're doing your very first Flash movie, and you're doing Flashpoint Paradox. Yeah. And you're doing all this, and it's like, how much do we, you know, how much people, do people even know about the character of The Flash in this whole universe? Like, like who are they as a character? You know, um, and in a way, watching the movie, I was like, I'm glad that we're not doing another origin movie of like, this is how he got his speed. And here's, you know, he's trying to learn how to be a hero and all this. Stuff. Like he's already a hero and he's already yeah. doing his thing, which I kind of like, he's already got his suit. He's already got his, his ring that the, 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 you know, infamous flash ring that pops out the costume, yeah. which I thought that was cool that they have all that. Uh, but I think in, in when you have a character kind of go through an origin story, part of that is you're growing with the character. You know, like people kind of like that learning their powers montage a little bit, you know, because it, it's 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 kind of like, you know, this would be like what you would do if you had these powers, you know, and they kind of do that somewhat with the whole kind of younger Barry and older Barry. Um, and, and they kind of do that somewhat there of, of like him being a more mentor figure uh, there to the younger Barry, which I think that kind of worked. Um, and allowed him to kind of do things of like, oh, I kind of get now how I look amongst people. Um, you know, I kind of get that now. Um, but yeah, you know, so I, I think some of that's kind of lost on people of like, you know, this character as like the Flash, Barry Allen, who are they, you know, as, as kind of a character, really. Um, and the humor in the movie, too. Um, I, I guess I, I get kind of what Andy Muschietti was going for there of like more slapstick more kind of like almost like something like what sam raimi did with um you know spider-man movies the spider-man movies like right. a little bit more goofier um with the kind of superhero stuff um they didn't go as far as the sam raimi's movies went and there's one element of those sam raimi movies this one didn't have and that was earnesty mm. those ones have are painfully earnest powerfully earnest and that's what makes those movies yeah they're they're all schlocky and earnest and, and a little in guilty uh, guilty pleasures but there's so much heart and warmth in those spider-man movies that this movie just didn't have mm. 
Yeah. Yeah. You didn't feel it with the stuff with the mother, though? You didn't that is that a, was good. That's the only part. The, no, I felt that was the, mo- the more genuine parts, but a parts don't make a whole. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, like you said, with Blue Beetle, Aquaman coming out, they're coming out later this year. Uh, given the performance of these movies that we've seen now, I don't have too much faith in, in that yeah. they're going to do very well. Uh, which is a shame because Blue Beetle, I I want to see a good Blue Beetle movie and I want to see it do really well. Um, because if this if Blue Beetle bombs, who knows where, where we're going to get another Blue Beetle movie? You know what I mean? Like who knows when that yeah. may ever happen again? Um, I mean, with like if Superman, if this had been a Superman movie and it bombed, you know, everybody's you're going to get another Superman movie. Like don't worry. Like if it yeah. fails, you're going to get another. If Batman fails, you're going to get another Batman movie. But so like, characters like Blue Beetle. Um, you know, if that bombs, like when we're gonna get another one. Um Aquaman 2, um, like I said, that was the last hit that they had, um, was Aquaman 2. And will it kind of replicate the success of the first Aquaman? Uh given the track record of these DC movies, it seems like I don't think so. Um, I, I don't think it will. Uh, maybe you know, it has something to do with the competition that it's going against. Like June, we talked about it beforehand. It just was a stacked month, you know, like you had this you had Indiana Jones, you got Transformers, you had Spider Man, you got Little Mermaid, you had Fast X. It's just like some of this stuff was just stacked on top of each other that it just you know a lot of stuff just can't breathe. Um, but I don't think anybody predicted that the Flash would do this poorly um, and yeah. be like on a bomb on historic levels, like something like you know even like comparing it to something like a Lone Ranger. Um, I don't think anybody predicted that. Um, I thought a lot of people thought it would be the biggest movie of the summer, you know, compared to all the other ones. Um, so yeah, um, you know, especially given how big this budget is, and a lot of these movies coming out this summer have big budgets. Like Indiana Jones has a budget of over two hundred million. So did Little Mermaid. Fast X had a budget of three hundred something million. Um, like all these huge budgets, and some of that has a lot to do with the production, the delaying of it. Like Fast X, that had changed directors and they had to stop and do all that stuff there um and then um also like with the flash like we mentioned the, the delays there that happened um that that also kind of to raise in production costs uh but it's kind of funny Warner brothers they they scrapped batgirl thinking like well we got to put yeah. all our stuff into the flash that's what's gonna do it for us this is gonna, gonna be the save us hit. This is gonna save us, and then this shit is sink, sinking like a fucking rock. I was like, Jesus, <laughs> holy crap! Um, so that just that kind of makes it kind of funny that they were like, Yeah, Batgirl, we're just gonna cut that loose because that's gonna lose us money. And this <laughs> Flash is losing them a lot of money, um, you know what I mean? Uh, so yeah, uh, that is uh, yeah, that 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 is kind of funny there. Uh, that, that that's kind of what they did there, but um. Yeah. Uh, Javon Good said, uh, did he make the ring? Uh, didn't see the flash. Uh, I would assume so. Yeah, that's what he, yeah, he made the ring. Uh, Barry Allen did in it. Um, the iconic yeah, he flash. Made the ring. He said and it then, himself. Um, and then he said also, damn, Supergirl is fine. Yeah, she, she is. is. No, she is. I was about Sasha. to say that. She actually, uh, I thought she was actually pretty cute in the move. Uh, pretty good looking overall. The costume fit looked well. I think yeah, it's actually a shame that we didn't get to see more of that version of Kara, but I mean, the movie's got a movie, and uh, this movie is a hot mess already, so... But yeah, I thought it would be done... I thought it would end okay. I did not think it was going to be this much of a bomb. Yeah. That that, that really surprised me, yeah. Um, 
Yeah. And Sasha Kai, I mean, she's the one that's mainly doing press for this movie, obviously, because Ezra Miller can't. Um, so, uh, yeah. see, you know, so she's going around doing all this press for this movie. Um, and she's only in the movie for the last like 20 minutes of it. So it's, yeah. it's hard to really form an opinion. Like I said, I, I, her as Supergirl, like I think the, there could have been some good stuff with her. It's just that, I mean, it, you can't really get to know her much as a character, um, right. which is a shame. Um, that you that you really can't. Um, but yeah, I mean, and and supposedly, like at the end of the movie, um, she was supposed to come back. Like there's set photos of her, um, you know, at the last scene of the movie. But I guess they scrapped that. Like, it was supposed to be her and Michael Keaton. Uh, but they, I guess they scrapped that, and they were like, okay, let's do George Clooney for some reason. There, like, okay, so there are six to seven to eight different endings depending on what happened. So originally there was, it was going to be with, yeah, it was going to be with Supergirl and Keaton. Then there's a version where it's Superman and Ben Affleck, Beth Henry Cavill in there as well. And then there's one where it's just Henry Cavill and Ben Affleck. And then there's one where it's, like a mix between some of that. And then they ended up going with the joke one, which was, eh, well, what if we just have a cameo of one? And then they joked, uh, well, what about George Clooney? And they joked, and then they went with that. And so it ends up being a joke instead of it ending on the conversation that Ben Affleck had with him about time travel and that there's just some things you can't change. And had the rest, the, there's also an ending that had, it just had the entire Justice League waiting for him at the end of the steps, congratulating him and the regular clothes regular people uh clark kent was the reporter asking him how is it along with like a iris asking him questions so that would have mm. been like a wink and a nod it, it was a much more congealed movie and but this movie went through so many different heads of wb's uh, dc part department then they got let go and their visions changed and so they went with this joke one which ultimately yeah. doesn't service anything yeah that's like i went like what the fuck like who the yeah. fuck wants to see George Clooney back as Batman? Like the fuck is that supposed to mean? That's funny. Uh, I laughed. Yeah. Oh, you laugh? Uh, I just was kind of like because I couldn't believe it. Yeah, not laughing. I enjoyed it. Um. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I mean, hey, who could have who could have predicted that? Right. I mean, yeah. George Clooney popping out the car. I thought it was gonna be Michael Keaton. I I thought it was gonna be him. There is another another edit where it is Michael Keaton. They shot it. Yeah. So I don't know. Whatever. That's what they did, though. So it's like, yeah. okay, sure. Um, yeah, I, I was for sure. I thought that, I thought they were going to replace Ezra Miller as the Flash. I was like, with this multiverse shit, I was like, I, I'm, I'm. You got to get, you got to get them out of here. Like, you, you can't keep them here. Yeah. Like, you got to get them out of here. But I, I, I guess they're like, nah. Like that. This is our guy. You know what I mean? Like you said. Like they were like, I, we can see no one else playing the Flash. Ride like, or really? die for Ezra Miller. <laughs> Really? For Ezra, yeah. this is who you're gonna go to? Really? You can't yeah. you can't see anyone else, really. No. Okay. No, look, man, they have a they couldn't go with Garland. They couldn't go with that guy who's been playing the Flash for so long on that TV show. Get him have a shot in the movies. He'd be a way better older Flash. Like a mid-30s Flash. Go for it. Uh, yeah. yeah, Javon Good. Uh it would have been hilarious if it was Joseph Joseph Gordon Levitt stepped out of the car. That would have that would have actually blown a lot of people's minds. Like, what? Christopher yeah. Nolan. <laughs> yeah. They replaced Flash with Roderick Kidd from Dire Wimpy Kid. <laughs> uh, 
damn it. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, okay, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, did you guys? Uh, I didn't. I didn't. I don't think I heard heard your thoughts on it. Did you talk about the Easter eggs at the end? Oh, uh, we didn't really talk about the the drinking with uh, Aquaman and the the last after credit scene, which, by the way, was supposed to be longer. And it was originally going to be where he lets Aquaman sleep it off at his place. And he opens up his computer and the chat opens and it's Henry Cavill, Superman and uh, Batflick Batman. And then we're going to try to contact him through his computer or some crap and say something as Barry, what have you done? You've is like, what have you done? You're in the wrong time. You're in the wrong timeline. Basically, essentially allowing the Snyderverse to exist in its own continuity, but now Barry's in a different continuity now. Okay. Um, they, oh, I, was, they, mm-hmm. I was mostly referring to like where they do the whole big dump at the end with like Christopher oh, yeah. Reeves and George Reeves. Oh, and, God. Yeah, we didn't. Well, we didn't. That wasn't during our spoiler review. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Great for Kevin Smith fans. Way to wait for like over a decade for that to mm. see that. Uh, snare beast and just it's so weird seeing cg such weird cgi versions of these characters that i've, I've known and nicholas cage was a what could have been superman yeah did, did you that's another thing i think the effects in this movie look so bad oh, yeah. i think that's another they thing do. Too. it's terrible that's a, that's probably what added to the failure too it just the effects look so fucking bad look they had already spent so much money on this movie you'd there was just a certain point where they just went, screw it. We're already going to move money on this thing. Just let's stop adding money to this. Yeah. Um, and he tried to come up with a reason. Like, well, it's because Barry's in the speed force. And that's oh, the way he gets the sees, hell out of here. And he sees things like, nah, bro, that's just shitty CG. No. Nah. Yeah, that's, uh, no, you know what it is. You know what it is. Yeah. And then some people, some people like those as like Easter eggs. They were like Nicolas Cage is Superman. It's finally the dream has come true. It's like, man, what more could you ask for? It's like I could ask for a lot fucking more than that. <laughs> but okay, him in that fruit roll up ass uh, looking Superman suit. But okay, well, uh, well, yeah, 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 um, yeah, uh, yeah. So Flash, Flash, uh, bombing, and we got a Flash. new Superman. Flash, flash in the pan of a of a of a grossing <laughs> income. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. yeah. So we're gonna be heading out, people. Thank you, Javon Good. Thanks for stepping by, man. Thank you, Marvelous Film. Thank you, Javon Good for the hundred. Mm. The same day I'm gonna be doing one part. Uh 6 p.m. We're gonna be doing uh where we review. Uh, Central Santa Time tomorrow. We're gonna be doing uh, Flashpoint Paradox, and we're gonna be doing uh, Transformers the movie, and then I'm gonna be doing uh, um, Black Stuff's podcast is gonna be joining me for Flashpoint Paradox and Transformers the movie. Um, and then I'm going to be doing set it off probably by myself. Um, if I'm going to be joining.
6 p.m. Central Standard Time. I'm going to be joined by Chris Ayers. We're going to do an Asteroid City. We're going to be doing Elemental. We're going to be doing The Blackening. Um, and then maybe doing that that movie, um, The Crack in My Ass or uh, whatever that movie, Crack, Cracking or Cracking, Let the Let the Cracking Be Free. Ruby Gilman. Yeah, whatever. So we're going to be doing that maybe. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, we're going to be doing that maybe uh, Saturday, uh, Sunday as well. Um, so yeah, yeah, well, I'm gonna be looking for somebody to raid and then we're gonna be heading out of here. So let's see, um, Vanish Fears, uh, do 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 Uh, I haven't raided anybody in a minute. I'm gonna raid Vanish Fears since he's some Final Fantasy. There you go. Good show. Thank you, Dusk. Uh, long show. Um, uh, let's see, how long was this show? How long have we been on? I think about an hour and 40. Let's see how long have we been on yeah about two hours okay about two hours that we've been on uh talking about a very different stuff did reviews for no hard feelings did reviews for uh indiana jones and the dial of destiny uh also the review for secret invasion uh did a review for all that stuff so uh very very nice um next week uh what comes out next week oh that movie joyride i think is that comes out next week is that what comes out let me see um, let me look at the calendar here. Yeah, next week is Joyride. So I think that's the big movie that's coming out next week. Um, it's like Asian girls trip or bridesmaids, I guess you want to say. Uh, mm-hmm. thank you, thank you again, uh, Junga. Thank you for the extra two hundred, uh, extra uh, other two hundred bits there. So make it round that out to three hundred there. Um, so there. Um, yeah. Do you know any Asian women, Dusk? <laughs> Uh, not many, <laughs> why <laughs> put me on the spot like that? Uh, uh well, just say it. wanted to see if I wanted to come on for the review, Joyride. You know, uh, seems like a movie that's gonna have a lot of like cultural references and everything like that. Um, because from the trailer, it's like you know, one girl who grows up, she grows up with her Asian family, but then the one girl she's adopted by a white parents, so. Seems like there's a there's a little bit of a cultural divide there going on. So it seems like it's gonna be a cultural reference. So I uh, want to know, want to know. None that would appear at my uh, in the podcast. No, probably not. Ah, okay. All right, people. So I'm gonna read Vanity Fears. Uh, Dust. It's a pleasure to for you to come on and get me back on next Friday. You can join. Yeah. Yes, see, sir. See Joyride. I'll see Joyride. Uh, Awesome, good stuff. Uh, all right, people, uh, let me play the outro here. Ah, that's loud. <laughs> okay. Hey, people, uh, you can also all the social all the tune. If you want to send us an email, you can do so at theafternoontune at gmail.com. If you want to see us streaming, we're streaming on Twitch, twitch.tv slash afternoontune. Usually Friday, Saturday is when we're typically streaming. Um, and if you want to uh, see us on, uh, if you can't make the streams, we're also on YouTube, youtube.com, theafternoontune. Just type that in and we'll be able to find us. Trying to make, get it to 600 subs. Let's get to 600 subs um, by the uh, by end of July. Let's do that. Let's, let's, let's do that. Uh, I'm trying to make it to a thousand by the end of this year. We should be already at a thousand already, but I'm trying to make it to a thousand by the end of this year. I'm trying to make that a goal. So yeah, tell everybody you know um, about the afternoon tune. Like, subscribe, comment, do all that good stuff that helps boost up the the, the show there on the algorithm, the good old YouTube, so more people can do that and more people can follow us. Um, also, wherever you listen to podcasts, so Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Anchor, all that good stuff there. We're also there. Um, you can listen to our silky uh, sweet voices. If you can't look at us on YouTube or Twitch, you can do that there. Um, 
Um, and if you see us on any of those platforms like Apple Podcasts or Spotify, make sure you leave a good five-star review that helps boost up the podcast a whole lot and does a lot for us there. Just those simple things that you can do for free. Um, so, oh, Vanny Spears, oh, he's not, uh, oh, he, uh, he got off. He raided somebody. Oh, let me do somebody else then. Uh, Endless Cemetery. Uh, they're playing some Diablo. Uh, okay, that's Diablo 4. I'm going to rate them. Um, so, yeah, everybody, uh, thanks again. Um, all right. I'll be doing that. So, stay tuned. <laughs>